Shalom of Rach, welcome to everyone. Bezai Hashem continues Simon Kufchav Beis Siv Beis Shem Matu Seventy Eight, and we are continuing to learn the halachas of Shmona Esrei, specifically at the end of Shmona Esrei of saying Lekai Netzar and Yihilurotzo, and that was Sif Aleph. Now the Mechaber tells us here in Sif Beis Ein Nochon Loimar Tachnunim Koydim Yihilurotzo. It's not appropriate to recite to say Tachnunim. Personal supplications before one says Yihu Lirotsoin, which of course is a Pasuk in Tehillim, the last Pasuk of Kapitol Yutes, chapter 19 of Tehillim, right? Okay, and it has been incorporated to be recited. And if you think of the words, it, it's it's a bit of a Chiddush. And the Mefarshim on the Siddur, they, they grapple with this concept. We dive in the whole Shemona Esrei, and the goal, the focus of Shemona Esrei is to have kavana, to understand what we're saying, not just to mouth the words. And then what do we say? That the words of my mouth, should be accepted by you, Hashem. That's the thoughts of my, of my mind. So we're asking Hashem to accept that which I did not really focus on properly, yeah. but it's it's in my mind. It's a little like an oxymoron over here. The explanation of that pasuk is not for now. That's for another time. You can listen to the Tillam share, which we gave a few months back on that. But just understand that those are the words that are incorporated over here at the end of Shemana Esrei after Bracha Sim Sholom. So the Mechavah says, miyad <laughs> yoimar." As soon as you finish from the Esrei, last bracha, you say Yilorotzin. And if you want to recite it after the Tachnunim a second time, which we discussed with Nachum is right before you take the three steps back, right? Then, you're permitted to if you want to. Now, we said the Mishnah Rura, we said that um, he suggests you do, that's on the previous page, and in Siv Katan Yud Gimel, where he says the words, So the Mishra clearly says, you should say before, and right before you say, and after you say, you sandwich it in from Yuluratsin. That's Siv Katan Gimel, in the same simon here. Okay, let's take a look at the Mishra Siv Katan Zayin. Where he told us it's not appropriate to start reciting reciting Tachnunim supplications until you first say you Lerotzin. I am the Beis Yosef Take a look at the Beis Yosef and the Dachim Moshe once again. The Beis Yosef is our Mechaber, Rabbi Yosef Karo. The Dachim Moshe is our Ramah, Ramosh Isilus. They perush him on the tour. What do they say? They say as follows. V'loy Amar. They say like this. Shekasa the Medina ain Isa. From the light of the law, if you did not say Yilorotzun, it's not forbidden. You didn't do anything wrong. Because before you say Yilorotzun, it's not going to be more severe, more strict, as it is in the middle of the brach of Shema Kerleinu, of Shemeet Tefillah, correct? Which we know you're allowed to say, ask Hashem for anything you want. As the example we gave, ask Hashem for help with your history test. Of course, you have to study. So if you didn't say Yilorotzon and you finished the last bracha of Sim Shalom or Shalom Rav 
And Shemana Esrei, from the letter of the law, technically you can already start your, your, your the Tachnunim now. But it's not the best approach. The Kaimalon Le'el in Simukuf Yates, the Yochelishol Ba Kol Tzachav, we learned that in Simukuf Yates you could ask Hashem for any of your requests in Shemayat Filo. Rak, rather, we said if you didn't say just to review this you're okay because it's not any worse than the however the best approach is to say so I believe this is like our third day in the past few days that the Mishnah has quoted from the Sefer Seder Hayoim. It was, it was these type of Mishnah which encouraged me to go out and buy the Sefer years ago. And, I, and I'm telling you, it's a fabulous Sefer. Maybe the word Seder also is what pulled me into it. I don't know. Okay. But he says what? He says like this. Listen to these beautiful words. Yularatsoin, which is actually in the Tilm share we spoke about. Yularatsoin is mesugul lekama inyonim. Is, you say the word skula, right away, people, you know, their antennas go up. So it has a few things in it. Tchiloso yud. Yihilorotzon, the first letter is a yud. Vesoifo yud. The last letter is also yud of this pasuk. Tevoisov, its letters are yud, are ten. Words. Words, words, thank you. Its words are ten. Asara yudin, and there are ten yudin. Asara, we know ten, is a very important number. As the morale explains, it's it's that when you have up to nine, it's individuals. When you have ten, it's a complete unit now. So that's why you have the Aseris Adibrois, right? The ten proclamations, Aseris Adibrois. That's not ten mitzvahs because they're really fourteen mitzvahs, right? It's not, not so well known. But People think there are ten mitzvahs in the Sarasa Dibras. No, it's ten dibras. Dibras is a dibur. Sayings, proclamations. Vasar Yudin, Vyeshboy Membez, thank you, Samach Membez Oisios. So the forty two letters. Now forty two, we know, is one of the Shamas of Hashem. Okay? Visoidoi, and after all this, what he told us already, Visoidoi Soid Godel. And its soidus, its secrets are tremendously powerful. So what's he talking about here? This one pasuk, Yehu Lerotzen Imrefi, is a very powerful pasuk. Lachain, listen to this now. Now that we know we're dealing with a very important pasuk, Tzarich Lo Benachas, say it slowly, properly, Ulechavein, and have Kavana in this pasuk. Now, if you think about it, why does he have to come to tell us this? We have to have Kavana in everything we dive in. We just dive in the whole Tarsh Monastery. We mentioned once from the Kuzari, or numerous times, that the Kuzari says the most difficult challenge a person has his whole entire day. Every day is to have proper Kavana and Shmaine Esrei three times a day. When I saw that Kuzari, I felt such chizuk. Like, wow! Rabbi Yehuda Levi says the most challenging nisayin you have is to have kavana in every single brach of Shemayna Esrei, mitchil of Says the Sefer, say the Hayoyim, after you finish your 19 brachas, you're not done. Now have kavana. Realize 
what you have, a precious this pasuk is of you lerotzin imreifi vehegyon libi lefnecha Hashem suri vegoyeli. Realize the power of this pasuk. Umoyel harbe likabel tfilosoi v'lo yashuv reikom. It helps tremendously that your tfilos that you just daven these nineteen brachas. It helps tremendously that your tefillahs will be accepted by Hashem. You and imrefi. That's why he's telling us, don't just, you're at the end, you finish one essay, don't just zip through it. Kosov chai odom. Nochoin v'roi l'chol odom. Lispalel b'chol yoim. B'yichud al-tzrachov u'painasosoi. Says the chai odom every single day, daven to Hashem. Specifically for your needs and your parnasa. Don't take it for granted. Daven to Hashem for it. Vishullah Yamush, furthermore. What else are you daven to Hashem for? Vishullah Yamush Hatoiro Mipiv. That the Tayro should never leave your mouth. Vizaroi, Vizarazaroi. And your children and your grandchildren. Daven to Hashem. When? Shavuot time once a year? No, every single day. Let's read those words again. Vishlo yamush atoyer mipiv vizaroi vizerazaroi. Vishiyu kolz yoitzei chalotzav oivdei Hashem beemes, and that all of your descendants should be oivdei Hashem beemes, should be servants to Hashem. Vishlo yimatzei chas Hashem psul vizaroi. In daven to Hashem, that all your descendants. Should be shomer Shabbos. Should be tayr mitzvahs. V'chol mashi yadeya b'libay shitzarich loy. And anything you know that you need, turn to the one who can answer your tefillos. Turn to the rebbeinu shalom. This is the chayyotam. Im eino yadeya l'david zachas v'loshen hakodesh yemerna av v'loshen ashkenas. And if you can't say it properly, in loshen hakodesh, say it in your mama loshen. You speak Russian, say it in Russian. You speak French, whatever. You speak English, yeshivish, whatever your mother language is. <laughs> speak it, say it, dive into Hashem in that language. Rak, shiyamikiris libay. The goal is that you be honest and sincere from the depths of your heart. You see the expression, mikiris libay, right? That's, that, that's how we should dive into Hashem. This is this is beautiful, tremendous chizik. People say sometimes, you know, why do you have to dive? You said this yesterday. You said it earlier today. The same thing. So, this is an old question. You can ask whatever you want in Shemet Filo. You can ask whatever you want in Yularotsam. The Mishmur suggests it's better. To ask whatever you want that help with your history test, whatever it might be, by Yehulerotzen, right before Yehulerotzen, by Lakainasor. What's the reason? He explains. And he finishes, explains like this. He says, because if you're in the middle of Shema Kaleinu and you're diving to Hashem, you should find a good gardener. You should uh, have a good report. You come back from the dentist after you know appointment today. Whatever it is, and and don't think 
that you shouldn't talk to Hashem about these things. It's not afterwards that when you come back and then you find out from the dentist, uh, you might need a root canal and you might need a guy to go to the endodontist and the periodontist and the this and that. That's when you start. No, you have an appointment. So you're talking to Hashem. Your brother Shalom. I'm going to the dentist. You don't have to like, you know, make it the biggest thing in the world, but uh, please, I should have a good report. Dive into Hashem. And if the report is you have to go to another specialist, so dive into Hashem. It, it should, everything should work out well. So, but let's say you have to answer a main Hashem Rabbi. You can't do it in Shema Kreleinu. So says the Mishnah Brura, better to daven for these personal things at the end of davening, because then you can also ask for your personal things, as well as if you have to answer to Menehesh Yerabba, you can. That's, that's the Mishra's suggestion over here. We now continue with Sif Gimel, which does not have with it a Mishnah Brura. He says on the top of the page, arba elu a person who accustoms himself to say the following four things, he will merit and accept and, and have the ability, opportunity to greet Hashem, the, the, the Shekhinah himself. If you remember from the Shari Tshuva Shir, Rabbi Yoyin the Shari Tshuva, that we learned, there are Dalit Kitois, four groups of people, She'enam Mekam Pnei that do not will not the bali loshen hara the the bali machloikes the bali shakranim those who flatter all those four groups. Now we have four groups in the other direction. What are these four? And now we say this every single day because it has now been incorporated in our shemone esrei. Asay leman shemecha. Hashem, do it leman shemecha for your great name's sake. I say leman yiminecha. Do it for. Leman yiminecha, your right side, meaning the right is the gavur of the strength. I say leman toyrasecha. Do, in other words, answer our tefillos that we just davened. Answer for your leman, it is a schus of the Torah. I say leman kedushasecha. Do it leman kedushasecha. And of course, is in the sitter. That's what we recite every single day in the lekainet sora three times a day. One who recites this says the mechaber harogil. One who is accustomed to saying this. Which is one of the greatest things a person can ever happen to to be in the presence of Akosh Baruch. We now continue in Simon Kufchov Gimel. Kufchov Gimel. Dinia Kriyas Vesim Shmane Esrei. Brachas, the halachas of the bowing at the end of Shmane Esrei. So we'll discuss taking the steps backwards. We'll discuss which, which leg do you start with first when you take your steps back. Does it make a difference? Any lefties here? No lefties here. Not today. Does it does it make a difference if you're a lefty? Which foot? Which foot you should take the take back first? Okay. Lefties are lefties. By their feet also. No. Oh, okay. So let's let's get into it right now. Mechavis says, Sif Aleph, Kireya Upaiseya. You bow, koireya, you bow, upaiseya, and then you step backwards, sholosh psiyos, la'acharov bekriyo achas. Three steps with one bowing. Okay, so I'm going to demonstrate for those in person, and who can see this. For those listening to the audio, 
I am standing up here. Your korea, you bow down to the point we said that the, the bones of your spine are protruding. Okay? The vertebrae, right? You bent over. Okay? And you're taking, I'm a righty, my left foot back first. Why left? Because just like when you take off your tefillin, if you're a righty, you take off your tefillin shoroish with your left hand to show I'm not in a rush to take off my tefillin. I'm not in a rush to leave. So, so too. You take your left foot back first and then your right foot and then your left foot. The Chazanish actually did it exactly like that and he took like a half another foot to make them even together. We're going to see in the Mishnah that you should try to make it equal that when you take your after your left, then your right, and then you put it together that your left again is equal with your right foot. And you do this with humility, with hachno, with the feeling that you are literally walking away, there we go, walking away from Hashem's presence. This is a very serious topic. And we should take it seriously. But I want to share with you a story also. So I learned in Chaim Berlin. In the Chaim Berlin, the proper derech heretz, that I said we're trained, we're encouraged, is that when you leave the presence of the Rosh Hashiva, you walk out backwards. Meaning what? You don't turn your back to Rosh Hashiva and open the door and walk out. You walk out facing him. So they say the story over, I wasn't there, but at least they say the story over, that the person opened the door when he was leaving Rafutnas Zatzal, the previous Rashiva. He walks out and closes the door into the closet. <laughs> he opened the wrong door. <laughs> so he walked right into the closet. Okay. So when you do that, make sure you open the right door, okay? Right door up. In all seriousness though. We're leaving literally the when you take your bowing backwards, that can have a whole proper reaction to, to the tefillah. I, I'm standing in tefillah. When you do that properly, it builds in this reality. I am talking to Hashem. As opposed to, you know, do a little exercise. Bow to the left, bow to the right. No. That's not what we're doing here. We're not exercising. We're not stretching. We're bowing to the left first because that's opposite. That's Hashem's right. I'm bowing to the right next, and then forward. And you'll say, oh, I know this. That's what it says in the bottom of the R scroll. Well, where do you think they got it from? That's where they got it from, right over here. Let's see the rest of it inside now. Says the Mishnah Rura. Let's first finish a little more on top. After you took the three steps back when you're still bent over, you're bent down, before you straighten up, when you say, so you're facing the left side, and you say the words, he should do, he should make peace upon us, you face to the right, Right, that's when you say to the right. And afterwards, you're bowing forward like a servant who leaves his master. 
Okay, now you say, Kushahu Oim Yasa Ashomalainu, Havikban of Yudlutsad Yiminoi, Vahaka, Hishtah, Vilafon, Kevra Niftami Rabbi. Says the Mishru before we see the Ramah in Sifkot and Aleph, Kireya Upeisaya. Kevra Niftami Rabbi. Just like we gave the example, you leave your Rebbe, you don't, you don't turn your back to your Rebbe. Let's understand something. If he's your Rebbe that you felt, you have to ask him Allah Shaila. You have to ask him Hashkafa. You have to ask him Hadracha. So if you're machshiv him enough to be the one to ask your question to, don't get the knowledge, the information, just run out. You leave with derech eretz. You leave properly. Ke'eved hanifte meraboy. V'shiach kriya kevakasavti le'el sim kufiyot gimel be'er aloche shukidei sh'yispakakuk kol chuyoyosav shavasidra. The bowing down, he says, <coughs> I already explained earlier, in sim kufiyot gimel, is to the point where the vertebrae, your bones of your spine, are protruding. That the El Yerabah says this as well, the same approach of uh, your bones protruding. That's called a bowing down in the name of the Savior, Tzaytel Derech. Sholish Psyos, three steps. I'm a base Yosef, took a look at the base Yosef, Kamal Taimim, different reasons for this. Vo'id Kosuatam, Mishum, Sh'omru Chazal, the Gemara says, the Beschus Gemara Sanhedrin. I think it's Sadi Zayin. The Beschus Gimul Psyos, Sherotz Nevuchanetza, Lechvad Hashem is Barach, Zocho Lehachriv, base Hamigdosh, Nevuchanetza Harosho, was the scribe. For the king. And he wasn't there when a letter was written to Melech Chizkiyo. And when he comes back, he says to the substitute, he says, so how was the letter written? So he says, oh, well, the letter was written to and the honorable great king of Israel, Melech Chizkiyo, to the king of the Jews, the God of the Jews. Nebuchadnezzar says, that's, that's how the letter was written? You bring the, put the God of the Jews after the human mortal? That's how you write the letter? Where'd you go to school? He runs three steps to retrieve that letter. And Malach Gavriel comes down and holds him back. There's a slide note over there. If you look up the Gemara, there's a side note. Some say it's three, some say four. Okay. We're going with the opinion that says three. Yaakov, we'll take the bag. No, no, it's just the bag. Thank you. So... Thank you. So, in that schus, ready for this now? Listen to this. The Gemara says, in the in the merit of him running those three steps to retrieve the letter, to write it properly, to give honor to Hashem, Zoho lehachriv base hamikdash. He merited to destroy the base hamikdash. Lachain, therefore, onu poisim gimopsiyos. We take three steps back. And what do we say at the end of Shemona Esrei? Sheyibone beis hamikdosh. Sheyibone beis hamikdosh. No. With all due respect for those who ever go to Rome and all those places, someone mentioned to me that uh, someone's going to Rome. I said, I can't go to Rome. I should go to the, 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 the Romans. They destroyed the beis hamikdosh. I know there's Nebuchadnezzar, the Babylon. You know, but, you know, but the same concept, okay? It, they destroyed the base of Mikdash. That's a different topic. But we have to understand they destroyed the base of Mikdash. So we want to rebuild the base of Mikdash. We want to rebuild the base of Mikdash. 
So we dive into Hashem and we have to understand the words we say make a difference. And it's all the way, this is, this is how we end everything, all the way. As we mentioned, this is Navoida. It's work. You know, you ever, you, ever, you ever do some work and you start schwitzing? Right? You work out and you schwitz? You ever, you ever finish, take three steps back from Shmon Esrei and you take a tissue and you wipe your schwitz off afterwards? Because you just worked. Ask yourself that it happened. You just, you just worked. You focus, you concentrate, you bowed. Your mind and your heart and the words you said were all in sync together. And I don't mean because the towel is over your head, so it got hot. <laughs> okay. Smoiloi. So then he says like this. If cotton gimel, va'acha shapasa, after you take it, says back. Now this is incorrect. The Mishra says, don't do the following. Don't take your three steps back and at the same time say, No, no, no. First, you take your three steps back slowly. Slowly. Then, to the left, to the right, they knock on last Kaddish, so to buy Kaddish as well. If you're saying Kaddish, first take the three steps back. And don't worry that the tzibur was like, oh, what's taking so long? Do it the right way. Take your three steps back by Kaddish, then, okay. Take your left to the left side, Shamispalel, one who's davin, Roya Atzma Kilushchina Mulpanov. So, I remember saying Shema with my children when they were younger. They were very confused because I'm picking up my right hand and they're picking up their left hand because they think their left is not right. It's always it's backwards. But you, you're opposite the person. So my left is your right. That's why we buy that bow down first to the left side. The left side of the person is the right of Hashem. Shalom Aleinu. So let me just say that correctly. It's Shalom Aleinu. So he says, Aleinu, the Loikaimer Aleinu of Al Yisrael. So if you look, in fact, on page 118 of the R scroll, they have it corrected with the comma afterward Aleinu. Right? Because that's what he says to do. It's Oisa Shalom Aleinu. As opposed to a lane of Alkal Yisrael. You hear the difference? It's not on us and all Yisrael. Who yas a shalom aleinu, kama. He should bring shalom aleinu on us. Then, Alkal Yisrael, vim romain. Okay? That's what he's telling us over here. Alkal Yisrael, who yas a. Fine. When you say the words then you bow, bowing down in front of Hashem. We're going to pick up next time from Sifkat and Kuchav Gimel. We went slower on this because of the importance of this topic. We daven every single day, three times a day. Let's let's make sure we do this right. And when you take your three steps back, the Gemara Yuma tells us, I think it's Samach Gimel and Beis, the Gemara says over there, when you take your three steps back properly, it, it comes to signify and show your whole tefillah was a real tefillah. But if you take your three steps back and you're rushing out of it, it comes to Megal, it comes to show that your whole davening, everything you just did, is not, it's like a kelev sheshavaki, it's like a dog 
who returns with vomit and goes back to eat its vomit. When you a person with a person just runs away and doesn't take the steps back properly. Okay, Mr. Shem, next time continue on this topic. That after you take three steps back, we're not finished yet. You still have to wait there properly. We'll pick this up, Mr. Shem, tomorrow.